Industry Pods and Evergreen Podcast Network are pleased to present the following podcast. Well, a great look into the Algorand Foundation. Now, here to introduce us to DeFi Algorand is David Garcia, Austin Walsh, and Sebastian Quinn, and Benedetto Blondi. I'm really excited for this conversation. Gentlemen, please go ahead. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much, LA Blockchain and all the sponsors for giving us the time to talk here. My name is David Garcia. I am CEO and managing partner of Borderless Capital, one of the largest venture capital firms back in the Algorand ecosystem and the Algorand companies um, building on top of the blockchain. Uh, it's a pleasure for us to be part of this uh, webinar and event. And I am super excited and glad to share this space with an amazing group of founders that are bravely building on top of the Algorand ecosystem. And as a disclosure, I have to say that they are all also borderless capital portfolio companies. So uh, besides being uh, with me in the panel, uh, we are proud and happy investors in all of them. So I will stop talking and I will love for all of you guys to introduce yourself, Benedetto, Austin, Sebastian. If you can start introducing yourself and sharing a little bit more about what you're building on top of Algorand, that will be great. Thank you, David. I will take uh, the word first. Uh, so I am Benedetto and I'm very pleased to be here. Uh, thank you, LA Blockchain Summit, uh, for the invitation. Uh, I am the CEO of Fox Finance. Fox Finance is a capital markets protocol which offers decentralized financial services of borrowing and lending. Um, we are uh, uh, very enthusiastic about this project and uh, we saw in Algorand the amazing partner for building this. Um, we believe that Algorand is uh, the best technology where to bet in future for decentralized finance uh, because we see in Algorand the, the real uh, merging point between traditional finance and finance and decentralized finance. Uh, so um, thanks to its unique characteristic of such as forklessness, security, scalability and decentralization, this is a good bet. And for a lending protocol such as us, such our, it's very important to have such a trust. That's why we decided to begin this project and we join in and we are very happy to be there and uh, looking forward to make this algorithm and ecosystem great. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a contributor at XFact DAO, and we're building a decentralized stablecoin for the Algorand ecosystem. Um, and a big reason we wanted to build on Algorand is it's got a fantastic team and fantastic technology. Um, and there wasn't a lot of people building, right? Like Yieldly, I'm sure Seth so will tell you, <clears throat> they're like the first DeFi protocol in mainnet. Um, and so what XPACT is looking to do is not only release this decentralized stablecoin, but also win the hearts and minds of developers and bring them into the ecosystem um, to build on top of a really strong layer one protocol um, that is integrating traditional finance, not ignoring it. Thank you, Austin. Oh. Should point out, David, that um, Austin, it's probably 3 a.m. in the morning where Austin is, so he's uh, <laughs> extremely dedicated to Algorand to be on this um, call right now. Um, so as Austin mentioned, 
Um, I'm Sebastian, the founder of, um, of Yieldly, and we're the first uh, DeFi protocol to launch on um, our grand. So we have, um, you know, staking, uh, we have a, a no-loss prize game, and we have um, NFT prize games and NFT staking as well. I think we have around 20,000 users um, at any given day, perhaps around 100 million TBL. You know, for, for the longest time until um, our grand's governance came out, we were probably the, the largest TBL um, on our grand, but the only TVL on our grand. Um, so we're delighted to see um, more folks joining. Um, you know, we, as, as Austin mentioned, and, and Benedito did too, um, you know, there's there's tremendous technical advantages to building on our grand, um, you know, speed, speed scale. Um, you know, there's the, as Sean's already mentioned, there's a tremendous, um, you know, kind of, I guess, you know, environmental reason to be building on our ground and, and sort of extremely poignant given what's going on in the world right now. And, um, you know, and then there's just a terrific, um, you know, ecosystem and a great kind of commercial opportunity to build out core infrastructure in, you know, a long lasting, um, uh, you know, now if you want the, you know, a, a, a protocol that will stand the test of time. So, yeah, we're very excited, um, you know, to, you know, have built what we have and, and to be welcoming more people into the ecosystem. Awesome. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you, Benedetto. Thank you, Austin. Um, uh, one point that I want to talk is about um, how uh, you, you mentioned, Sebastian, that um, you were the first protocol allowing TBL or funds to be locked in order to have economic incentives um, through, 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 through the algorithm blockchain. But now that is changing. We also have another company that is not here, but it's Tinyman. We have the first automated market making protocol in the system. The TVL is growing there as well. We have the Algorand governance, uh, which it's close to $3 billion or more, right? In, in uh, total value lock. So, um, and one of the things that um, it's very interesting for me, Sebastian, is that you guys build a DeFi platform on top of the um, algorithm consensus, right? Because the, the, le less, the lossless uh, lottery is built on the opportunity for every algo holder to earn participation rewards. Uh, and you are pulling all the, those participation rewards and a lucky winner is receiving um, that, that amount while also securing the algorithm blockchain. Do you guys see an opportunity to start building DeFi now on top of the Algorand governance program and all the different incentives that will come directly at the layer one um, as kind of the first core building block of future DeFi and capital market opportunities on top of that? Yeah, I mean, our point of view is, you know, it's an extremely early point in the um, ecosystem for you know, for DeFi on our grand, um, or at least that was the case when we, you know, launched in, um, you know, Q1 this year. You know, there's been tremendous growth across, um, you know, I guess the, the DeFi primitive. So the opportunity for um, companies like Folks and, um, you know, and X-Backed and even even the stable coins that actually already are on, um, you know, the wrapped stable coins on um, our grand to start seeing, um, you know, entrepreneurs building, um you know, reward incentives or, or other economic incentives for um, for the ecosystem. So whether it's lending, borrowing, swapping, um, you know, uh, uh, I guess sort of LP style, um, 
you know, tokens, things like that. There is there is going to be and continues to be, um, you know, a lot more growth there. So what that means for us um, and anyone else building is that, you know, you start to have a lot more um, ingredients, I guess, to create, um, you know, more interesting products. You know, where there's there's a lot more latitude now, um, you know, to create, you know, varying incentive structures based on the governance, um, you know, the, just on our grants governance itself, you know, you can start to see, you know, with some of the bridge, uh, all the companies that are speaking to us about bringing, you know, their products on Ethereum and bridging them over and building them out on our grant, for example, you start to see a world where you're going to have these, um, you know, DeFi premiums that exist in other ecosystems, um, you know, also launching into our grant. And so the ability to create, you know, new businesses or to, to create new products around that, um, you know, is, is sort of exponentially increasing. Um, and so, you know, that's an extremely exciting, um, you know, place to be. Like there's, there's, there's an, you know, too much opportunity in some respects. You know, you have to be quite kind of thoughtful about where you deploy your um, developer resources, um, you know, to make sure that you're, you're tackling the things that, you know, in our view, that we tackle the things that are going to be, um, you know, the highest hit, hit the, you know, the intersection of the highest concentration of, um, you know, value add to the ecosystem and, you know, the most unique kind of product. So, you know, the next thing for us is going to be LP staking pools. So that will mean, you know, that will be a direct, um you know partnership or, or will piggyback off the the growth that um you know tiny man is um experiencing the number of pools that they have with their swaps and then providing an incentive for people to actually stake those lp tokens that they'll be rewarded um with by uh, providing liquidity in the amm there so you know there is that's one very clear example of uh, you know cross-pollination or additional um kind of an additional layer in the ecosystem that, you know, we couldn't have done, you know, you need, you need other participants in the space to do, you know, um, and so, you know, I'm sure Austin and Benedito yeah. can speak to, to that as well. Before we jump to Austin, Austin yeah. I have a question, Seb. Um, when you are mentioning about these LP pools in Gildry Finance, are you planning to add um, additional incentives for liquidity providers like time lock so basically you are um securing the liquidity right because now if you are a liquidity provider or a pooler as as tiny man uh, refers to the liquidity, mm -hmm. um you can come and go at any time but if you have an opportunity mm -hmm. and a higher incentive for providing liquidity in the longer term and make the price discovery of the assets more stable and more secure and more liquid you should be compensated in a higher way so what, what are your plans there in terms of launching LP pools in Gildly? Yeah, I mean, technically we're ready to go. I mean, that, those things are being audited currently at, um, by Halborn. So that's sort of probably two weeks away from um, being production ready post audit. The, um, the kind of, you know, the way that we've sort of thought through how to create it has been, you know, a consensus driven effort across all the different partners that have ASA tokens currently. You know, there's, there's a, you know, all, all of the folks that are looking, all of the people, not folks finance, but all of the people that are looking to launch um, products or ASAs and, and launch pools on Tinyman are experiencing that same thing. How do you make sure that you're providing, um, you know, adequate uh, incentives for, you know, the liquidity or the pooling to be um, provided? So, um, you know, there certainly will be, um, you know, a variety of, 
of LP pools um, that we'll launch that will speak to exactly that. So it might be, you know, one month lockup, might be a six month lockup, it might be daily lockups or day, you know, rewarded for providing um, a, a pool, um, being a pooler, just to use the, the tiny man language, be provided, um, you know, incentives for, for doing that just, you know, at a day to day level as well. So, you know, the um, extent of um, and this is, I mean, one of the great, you know, um, advantages of Teal 5, which is the sort of latest iteration of, um, of the Algorand coding language, is that it's extraordinarily quick for our developers to um, implement, um, you know, changes to or, or to make changes to the smart contract to cater to whatever the specific partner um, that we're dealing with is after if they want you know, long lockups, short lockups, you know, half hour lockups, whatever that might be. So that that is, um, you know, infinitely uh, adaptable. And it looks like, you know, there'll be a variety of um, pools that will come out um, to suit uh, different partner needs. So it might be, you know, a partner need might be vesting, for example, their vesting schedules every three months. So, you know, they want to keep, um, you know, things uh, in lockstep with vesting. So, you know, you can have pools that do exactly that. And so there is um, you know, a whole lot of things that we're able to do with those partners to, um, you know, to ensure that, uh, you know, they're continuing to, you know, have the, the support from their um, groups that they are, uh, that they, they, they're after. Awesome. I would like to add that um, uh, I already said once to Sebastian that I'm very grateful to them because they were like the first footprint of the algorithm, the DeFi ecosystem. And um, I remember once uh, when we did the feasibility study of uh, developing this lending protocol, it was one year ago almost, uh, we saw that there was uh, this project of DEXs being built and we saw Yieldly Finance. So it was like, okay, it's missing a lending protocol. We definitely should jump on this and we believe that Algorand ecosystem could grow. And um, then uh, when we met Borderless, we saw all these projects coming in and this was... Um, amazing because uh, every one of us is growing together and uh, this makes it very very beautiful awesome yeah austin your turn you were right. going to share something about the the governance DeFi, right yeah so i have like some pretty strong thoughts on this so in sean's presentation he spoke about how algorand has a native governance protocol and we're in the first governance period now and the APY is a little over 17%, which essentially creates a risk-free rate, if you will, for the ecosystem, because I guess you can trust that the Algorand Foundation and Algorand Inc. have built a secure system. And so you can go and stake your algos and get your 17% APY just for participating in governance. And as Seb alluded to, uh, TVL and Yieldly dropped. And I, I spoke to people that were staked in Yieldly and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to take that out and put it in governance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that creates a really, really interesting dynamic for DeFi protocols because we have to do one of two things to incentivize people to use our platform. One, have a better APY. Two, integrate with the governance protocol in a decentralized way. And so uh, instead of staking through the governance portal or through my algo people could participate in DeFi protocols like yieldly folks and expect as well as participate in that DeFi protocol and in governance sorry i think i uh, messed up the order there but you get what i'm saying 
Um, because then users can have their cake and eat it too. And they get their governance API and can govern the network as well as using DeFi protocols. Um, so I think that's really important and I'm really excited to see uh, the next iteration of the governance protocol for Algorand um, because I would hope that they go the direction like, yeah, it's you can call it from any contract, you can interact with it and everyone can be happy. Um, otherwise it creates a tricky situation for DeFi protocols building on Algorand. I think, just because the incentive structure um, will be much in favor of governance. So you are referring to the two options that are right now in governance to be both, correct? Uh, so, well, right now you've got option A, option B. Um, I'm, a, I'm staunchly option B, um, which introduces this slashing mechanic. Now, some people say it's quite harsh, but... I think, like, if you think about it, if option B came into the, was to come into reality, people would adjust their staking behavior for governance. So you would probably see APY climb, but you would also have many more algos in the ecosystem available to go into other protocols that have less strict lockups and less penalties or no penalties. Yeah, and... Um... So, and, and you think that the impact in the inflation of the network on option B could be um, something of concern? Because from my perspective as an investor, if I am participating in governance and I am earning additional rewards, uh, you know, as an investor, I am learning algo and I will continue to participate in the ecosystem. So definitely I am looking to compoundly participate more, right? So I don't see the inflation as a problem. I see more the inflation as an opportunity to increase the TVL in, in governance and make it stronger, actually. So um, those are my views, personally. It's not borderless capital views. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I think that it will create a super interesting dynamics. You know, people can go and participate in governance uh, through uh, XBAC, mean mint XUSD stablecoin, use that stablecoin to participate with their algos and XUSD in a tiny man pool to guildly finance. SEB um, will be amazing that those pools also have a token. So you can use that token to go and put as a collateral in Fox Finance and borrow more algos to go and mint more XUSD and keep participating in governance. So we can really build and create the virtuous cycle of composability in the ecosystem. Absolutely. And especially with the introduction of AVM 1.1 later this year, Ooh. where we'll be able to have applications calling each other, that is going to be a very good day. Yeah, yeah. I think that the Algorand Inc. team and the Algorand Foundation are working uh, against the clock to make sure that that development it's done before the end of the year. I don't want to quote anyone else but uh, on the Algorand Inc. and Algorand Foundation, but I know that they are working very hard to make it happen before the end of the year. So um, are you guys working together in some projects? Are you guys working together in some composability opportunities? Uh, I know that you, for you, Seb, it's a little bit hard to talk because your token is live right now and it's operating in the market, but feel free to share whatever whatever you feel comfortable to share. 
Well, I mean, I think it is safe to say that any project that has an ASA in the works or has listed it, you know, we're in an active conversation to, um, you know, do a number of things with them. I think I think the most exciting one, you know, has got to be the LP pool. I mean, that's, you know, when we think about a healthy DeFi ecosystem, you know, lending and borrowings there, swaps are there, LP stakings there, um, you know, derivatives are there. And, you know, our grant at the moment, you know, is we're getting to that point where all of those kind of critical pieces of, um, you know, core foundational kind of DeFi products are now, you know, about to be launched or have just launched. So, you know, we're very excited for folks to, to, to join the fray. Um, you know, we're excited to see, you know, what will happen then with, you know, more, um, you know, institutions or, or individuals that are, you know, looking to utilise, you know, borrowing and lending type um, actions that, you know, you, you are seeing a super popular, um, you know, on other uh, protocols and doing that without some of the, um, you know, huge headaches that exist, um, you know, especially in Ethereum. So, uh, you know, from, from our point of view, like we're, we're very, very, um, you know, being very fortunate to see a big uptick in, you know, the number of partnerships, the cadence of those partnerships being delivered to market. I think we're sort of, you know, at basically one a week um, with new pools at the moment and don't sort of see that sort of changing, you know, anytime in the near future. Um, you know, so that's terrific. And, uh, you know, as I think on Monday, for example, there's demo day for the, I think it's demo day for the Miami Accelerator, some of the teams. You know, there's some teams in that accelerator, for example, that we're very excited to see, and um, you know, we'll, we'll look to look to those, um, you know, some gaming NFT companies um, that I know we've uh, we're very excited to to start working with, um, you know, on some NFT staking and things like that. So, um, you know, that's just a, a little foreshadowing of some things to come. Um, you know, without naming any names, but you know, basically. If there is an ASA out there that we haven't spoken to, we apologise and, you know, please reach out and have a chat. Um, and the other part of the business that, you know, we're scaling up at the moment is is the part of our BD team that's speaking to, um, you know, Ethereum and uh, any EVM project to actually, you know, bridge them over and um, bring uh, LP pools and um, to bring, uh, you know, just, just the traditional staking um, onto our platform as well and, you um, with the advent of Tiny Man, those conversations become a lot more straightforward because people can see, you know, that there's a whole lot of interest in our ground. There's a huge community that's been untapped, um, you know, as far as the EVM ecosystem or other ecosystems are concerned. And, you know, now that there's a viable bridge and a viable, you know, market maker, uh, also automatic market maker or a swap um, in our ground, then, you know, it becomes quite compelling for a lot of projects to actually think quite seriously about what, um, you know, bridging and then launching a pool um, on Tiny Man and, and having an LP pool on Yieldly would be. Um, and so, you know, we're certainly deep in conversations there. And I think, you know, bringing, bringing cross-chain, you know, you know, bringing proper cross-chain um, compatibility over to our grant, allowing projects that, you know, have suffered through, you know, high gas and slow, slow transactions or, you know, hacks or whatever it might have been, um, you know, on, on another chain to come and just, you know, experience, um, you know, the world over here, the, the you know, the sort of utopic um, DeFi experience that, that so far exists um, in our ground that, you know, that we think that you, we get that right with one or two projects and it will catalyze, um, you know, some migration over and, and that also is something that we're very excited about. 
Yeah, agree, agree. And um, you, you guys were one of the first companies of trying to um, both make your users participate in staking, but also have the opportunity to engage with kind of the icon of your brand, which is uh, the Flamingos, right? Uh, and you guys, I will say that you guys kick off a huge wave of interest in the digital art and NFT space in Algorand and with the, um, with the Gildlings and with the Mingos, with the collected Flamingos. And now uh, the Flamingo, it's kind of uh, uh, one very representative pet or animal in the Algorand ecosystem, thanks to Gildly Finance. Why you guys decided to use a flamingo as your? <laughs> yeah, I also want to know this. <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I mean, I would say we, I would say the first, before we kind of unpack the, the very limited thought process that went into picking the flamingo, I would say that, um, you know, we are the very fortunate beneficiaries of timing um, and having a, you know, of being a place for a already, um, you know, engage our grand community to do things with DeFi. You know, we make no claim in, in creating a community. We were a place that we were, you know, had a product that people had been crying out for and very happy to see built on our grant. And so, you know, we are the, you know, we, we very humbly recognise that, you know, we're the beneficiaries of, of timing and, and the great work that the our grant team has done in cultivating communities. Um, and, you know, there is such a great energy within that, well, within our ecosystem, you know, and we've sort of seen that come to life very viscerally with um, with the huge number of NFTs and, and the, um, you know, great interest that people have in them. Um, you know, Yieldlings was a, was a, was a, was a, um, a project, I guess, that came out of, you know, was, was created by, um, you know, the artist Speech Bob and just came out of our, you know, from within our community, sort of, you know, without any assistance really from us, all we did was, um, you know, was was help showcase um, what they were up to and built tech around the NFTs to allow people to sort of express um, their interest in it. And you know that the the numbers there speak for themselves. I think the first NFT staking we had for a yielding was sort of twenty five million um, US was staked um, to win one one flamingo. So. You know that that's fantastic. It shows this huge amount of interest. As, as to why we chose the flamingo, I think we were just really quite keen to, um, you know, have something that's quite familiar, that's quite relatable, and and is you know it's beautiful and unusual, but not too unattainable, I guess. Um, you know, we're we're um, you know we were were sort of you know very happy to see that people like that and. You know, we, we were sort of unsure, you know, if we should keep it and took it to a vote. Like we had an internal poll with the community and, um, you know, and, and, and you know, people had, had uh, taken a great liking to the Flamingo. And um, and so, you know, it's become the kind of icon and hero of, of our um, of, of our business. And, and you know, we've uh, donated to Flamingo habitats around the world and we've donated to, um, to, you know, wildlife preservation now as a result. So... You know, we take that quite seriously. I think, you know, it's a very nice counterpoint. I think, you know, um, the ape community exists elsewhere on other chains, and this is a very nice counterpoint to that as well. 
it's, it's amazing that thanks to Algorand, we, we are doing a couple of good things with blockchain, right? We are enabling a lot of people to participate. Uh, people with, you know, very small amount of money can participate in the Algorand DeFi space. I think that that's the reason why Tiny Man is called Tiny Man. You don't need to be a whale to participate in Algorand DeFi. Any simple Tiny Man can join. Um, and the other thing is that we are the folks for the you are the folks, right? Every fox can can participate in 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 the capital markets in Algorand, but also at the same time we are running in a blockchain that cares about the planet, cares about the nature. So um, every transaction that is happening in the network, we are removing part of the carbon footprint that other blockchains are generating, right? So, and it's amazing to see that like founders like you, Sebastian, are. Uh, focusing on giving back also. Uh, so it's not about just NFTs and creating community. It's about how that value that you are creating can can go back to make the planet Earth a better place for everyone. At the end of the day, uh, we, are, we are here and, and we need to take care of our planet. So it's amazing that we are all share, sharing that vision as, as part of the ecosystem along with the Algorand Foundation that is taking the lead. Um, that brings me that that brings me to another project that started also a movement related to NFTs and planting trees around the world, uh, the Algoanas. Algoanas. Uh, I will say, Austin, I love the Algoana that you guys got. Uh, I love the design of that NFT. It's unique. Uh, not sure how you get it, but it's amazing. <laughs> um, well, like working with the Algoanas to build that mascot, right? Because I like Yieldly from the beginning. I feel like the brand was very fun, but X Fact, like the branding is quite different. And I was thinking, like, man, like we can't, we obviously can't have a flamingo, but like there's no, there's no emoji I feel like that fits X Fact. But um, what we have decided to do is work with NFT artists in the ecosystem. And so every six months, like the community will vote on the next artist that we'll sort of commission a mascot for. And so we began with the Algoana um, and like we've, we've donated money. We've got the trees. Um, the certificate for that should be here today. Um, but I think that's how we're going to engage with the NFT community and sort of create um, a mascot for x And it will just be around the different NFT artists. Um, yeah. So it's, it's pretty exciting. And I definitely like the angle of um, them planting trees. Like they, they initially wanted to plant. I can't remember what the goal was, but they're like- 1,000 trees, oh. <laughs> 15,000 trees or something like that, right? So. Yeah, they're plant, they're, they've made, made a whole forest, many forests. Um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I know that Benedetto, you are kind of entertaining that idea too, right? In folks finance. Yes, we are. If you wanna, if you wanna share a little bit now. Yes, uh, it became this little guy that it is a folks in very different uh, ways, and uh, you will love it. Uh, you will see. It's kind of <laughs> surprise. There is one also for David as well. <laughs> awesome, thank you. And I think that um, it's inspired in in you guys. You are Italian founders. Algorand comes from an Italian, one of the top Italian scientists. So. I think that the, the, the entire um, cultural approach of uh, the Fox NFTs that you are, you are building will come with that inspiration, right? Yes, yes, yeah, it's true. 
Yeah, you will see, you will see. I, I will tell you just uh, um, some surprise uh, that he will load many items. <laughs> this is uh, everything they can tell now. Okay, okay, <laughs> great. So um, coming back to Algorand and DeFi. Um, so is Algorand the next frontier for you guys? We have seen other, other blockchains, ecosystems, and other layer ones. Uh, growing significantly. Um, some of them also have uh, technical issues because the growth that they have. Uh, it seems like Algorand is not experienced this and it could be an alternative option for those that didn't have a good experience in other blockchain spaces and other blockchain technologies. So do you guys believe that Algorand is prepared for an explosive growth in the next six to 12 months? Uh, do you think that is the next frontier? I want to hear the opinion from each of you that are uh, just um, dealing with the community, with other developers and the ecosystem in general. Yeah, uh, so if I can begin. So in my idea, Algorand is playing very well this because they are acting in advance. They are not facing the problem. They are seeing them it before. Because of course, when all of us, all of these protocols we came and many transactions will come, we can't forecast very well what will happen. Uh, but they are pregading before this came. So this is great, in my opinion. Uh, um, they are seeing this in the right way, how it should be done. Instead, then face and solve the problem, solve it that uh, at the foundation, which is why Algorand has been built like this. What Silvio has done with Algorand is actually solve the problem at the layer, not uh, face the issue later by scaling. So I'm totally confident that everything will be fine. Yeah, definitely. Like having been in the ecosystem for a bit over like almost six months now there like back back when i joined there was like there was some stuff happening but now there's a lot happening like it sounds like the miami accelerator is bringing some fantastic projects into the ecosystem we also have um projects like algify folks um coming to mainnet and getting audited at the moment um and then we also have oh man it's it's slipping my mind right now oh no there was something else that is like really exciting, apart from Xbox, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I'll maybe maybe come back to me. Sorry, uh, Seb, you can. Sorry, you're forgiving. It's three a.m., isn't it? So don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are many things um, I can I can share some, but um, but it's better that comes from you guys. Um, so I am not spoiling anything. Uh, so, but but Seb, what, what do you think about Algorand in the next six to twelve months? Is the next frontier? You will experience a explosive growth. I know that you believe that because you are all guys betting in the ecosystem, right? So um, yeah, I mean, I think you know you, we need more projects in there, and there's been concrete things that are happening at an ecosystem level that are going to drive you know further adoption. You know, the two the two things working in parallel is the amount of capital pouring in um, to you know. Be directly targeted at Algorand. So there's Algorand specific funds, brand name companies like Skybridge, um, XRP, you know, Borderless, obviously, um, and elsewhere that, you know, they have LPs that are telling them they have to deploy capital into this ecosystem for DeFi. Um, the Algorand Foundation itself has has come along, you know, and, and put together a monster fund, you know, two, three hundred million um, to do that as well. So, you know, that's the, that's one of the kind of, um, tailwinds that will drive adoption. The other is the ease now, um, relative, relatively speaking, 
um, of being able to actually build um, products on our ground. So the you know the our ground virtual machine and the the compilers between um, various languages will mean that any entrepreneur that is sort of proficient in um, sort of higher order languages, um, you know, Python and whatnot, is able to, you know, code now code um, much more straightforward uh, or, or in a much more easy fashion, um, you know, onto our grand. And so, you know, there is no compelling reason why there shouldn't be a, um, you know, a, a sort of, uh, I think the term that um, Scaramucci, the Skybridge founder, put out there was, um, was you know our grand autumn you know there's no reason why we shouldn't go from solana summer to our grand autumn and see that sort of you know be a long and, and prosperous time for the ecosystem so you know there's there's a lot to like about what's happening there's a lot of momentum behind it there's you know continual interest from um you know founders and projects from elsewhere to be building things here the you know the foundations are set for um, you know, businesses to come in and or entrepreneurs to come in and, you know, build, you know, a great number of um, DeFi products here and, and to see, um, you know, to, to, to make it as successful as anywhere else, um, you know, if not, if not more so. So, you know, we're, um, you know, we're, we're, we have built with that in mind and we are, you know, we have not been disappointed, um, you know, with any of the kind of assumptions we made about the momentum in this space and the, the forces, you know, driving that. Um, and we only see that um, sort of accelerating in, in um, speed and quantum. Awesome. And if, if you guys have to uh, just talk about what other products are important in the ecosystem that nobody else is building right now, uh, because if we think that Algorand is the next frontier and we're going to experience um, an explosive growth during the next six to 12 months due to the technology, due to the entrepreneurs coming, due to the capital. Um, what are the key components of this ecosystem that still needs to be built and why? Uh, I, I have a, an idea. I'd like to see an Oracle on Algorand. Chainlink, if you're listening, come on over. Um, otherwise, an Algorand native Oracle, I think. I think that still needs to exist anyway. And you saw in Solana um, the PIF Oracle. So they've they've come out um, and they compete with Chainlink on Solana. I don't actually, Chainlink isn't even on Solana because um, they've had some trouble I've heard integrating. So I think an Algorand native Oracle would be extremely valuable for everyone in the ecosystem. Um, Chainlink is great, but they also have uh, a higher barrier to entry. And while the ecosystem is still growing and about to go through that explosive growth phase. Um, a native Algorand Oracle that can cater to the protocols and the current state of the ecosystem uh, would be extremely important, I think. Uh, it would be great that both PID and Chainlink can come yeah. and work in the ecosystem, right? So yeah. with Austin because uh, um, the Oracle and the the DeFi application, they are strongly dependent from each other. So an Algorand, an Oracle itself, it wouldn't be so useful. So, so but an Oracle with apps, it's so useful on the in the country. So it will come, and there are projects are building this. So it's just a matter of time. And once this happens, of course, this will help also to bridge other protocol from other ecosystem to come because. If the, the path then is easier, I mean, uh, it's uh, already everything there. You just need to come. 
as on. Yeah, I mean, we'd love to see. I mean, I think more, um, you know, interest generating native, um, you know, on-chain interest would be great. Things like Compound or Aave um, on our ground would be awesome. Um, you know, having um, things that allow for, you know, more cross-chain compatibility. So if you could go and, um, you know, folks that could go over and uh, harvest or, um, you know, yield generate elsewhere and bring that back on chain, I think that would be really valuable. And I think the other part is, you know, oracles and bridges that sort of been, you know, planted, you know, at, at a very high level, um, you know, with one of the funds to say they're the two kind of core things they want to invest around. And so more bridges across, um, you know, other ecosystems that, uh, you know, could could do with being on our ground would be great as well. Um, you know, whether it's Avalanche, Binance, you know, wherever. I know that also we are all working and we are also investors, proud investors of a company called Algomint that is bringing a lot of assets to the ecosystem, starting with Bitcoin, right? We will have the first wrapped Bitcoin natively built for Algorand, not, not using the version that it's um, in EVM compatible blockchains. And I think that that will create a lot of um, opportunities on the capital market space using the native store of value in blockchain, which is Bitcoin. As, um, as, as a core asset in the ecosystem, but with the capacity of settlement and um, smart contract capabilities that Algorand has, right? So uh, with, with the wrapped Bitcoin version that um, Algomint is bringing to the ecosystem, we can enable a lot of use cases, including, for example, payments, right? How you can use Bitcoin to have a collateral and get a flash loan to pay for a coffee without selling your Bitcoin. Uh, in four seconds or in two seconds. That's a use case that will combine both DeFi and trading fight at the same time. So things like that. Um, and by the way, we from Borderless Capital, we are super excited to to talk and discuss ideas with entrepreneurs and developers. So uh, if any of you listening to this webinar are looking to start building an algorithm, we are happy to entertain a conversation and, and see how we can collaborate. Um, I assume that you also, Gilly, XBAG, and Folk Finance are open to collaboration as well. So um, reach out to us. We are happy to help you uh, on developing the ecosystem, on getting access to the ecosystem, on using, on using all the resources that are available in the ecosystem directly from the foundation, but also from ecosystem players like us, right? That we are driving the ecosystem independently as well. So just the last two minutes before we finish uh, this session, uh, you guys took a brave step or, or, of starting to build in a blockchain that and an ecosystem that is very early and the tools and, and resources were not the same that are now uh, six months back. So what will be your recommendation for um, a traditional developer and a blockchain developer as well? to start, uh, that, that wants to start building something in blockchain and why Algorand? Um, and just a comment on that, and I will let you go. It's um, one, one big thing that we as a phone are seeing is that uh, it's, it's a little bit hard for some of the 100,000 developers to change their mindset of how to build applications uh, using the Ethereum virtual machine model. But when we are talking about the millions of traditional uh, developers that wants to come to blockchain, we, we, we think that the learning curve 
and the process to start developing an algorithm is much faster, is much secure. And if you have to make a decision from scratch, not knowing a, a, a about blockchain development, definitely Algorand has a superiority in terms of technologies and resources. So I will stop there and it will be great if you can share your tips and some of your advice with future entrepreneurs and developers that are coming to the ecosystem. Yeah, so for me, I would like to bring uh, our experience. So um, I remember once when we begin the Algorand Europe Accelerator, uh, we had several issues with uh, developing, but the Algorand developers uh, team were so uh, helpful to us. They were always ready to help. And we had like timeline to arrive to the demo day of uh, uh, the accelerator with uh, a live demo of the protocol. And it was kind of difficult, but we did also thanks to them. So I suggest you to come in and it's, uh, it's a beautiful ecosystem and uh, it's all advantages to join and begin these projects on Algorand. New projects. Yeah, definitely. To add to that, um, working with Algorand Inc, like in their solutions architect has been, or architects, sorry, has been really, really valuable. Um, at XFACT, we have taken quite a bold bet on a project called ReachLang. So reach.sh is the site. And as a developer, reading through the Algorand docs, it was fairly intimidating looking at teal code and that sort of thing. Um, what Reach does is it's a completely different paradigm to creating smart contracts. Um, and it abstracts away a lot and then formally verifies your application at compile time. Um, and so the language is much closer to JavaScript style syntax. So it's quite friendly to those like millions of developers out there programming JavaScript at the moment. Um, and their community is also fantastic. Like you can jump into their Discord, to the help channel and ask a question and they're very responsive. Um, so that would be my big recommendation to those looking to build on Algorand is check out Reach. Um, and they're also like, yeah, great guys as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, there's great new languages that you don't have to code straight into the machine. So Reach is one, PyTeal is another. Just look at the libraries and have a go. Um, and I would say, like, if there's any avionics um, engineers out there, that Teal is very, very similar in um, logic to that. And so, you know, we have PhDs in, you know, mech engineering and avionics. And the, yeah, the logic is so um, innate to that way of thinking. So, you know, there might be folks out there who haven't, who are in that type of um, stream that haven't contemplated being a blockchain coder, um, but you know, it's uh, it's we would very much welcome any conversations with anyone um, who sits into that category as well. Awesome, great. So we are running a little bit out of time, and we are over the time that we have um, accommodated for this session. So thank you again, Benedetto, Austin, Sebastian. Thank you for the work that you are doing in the ecosystem. As I mentioned in the beginning, we are super happy to work with you. We are super proud investors and looking forward to keep collaborating with you, not only as an investor, but as a user of all your protocols that you are building. Uh, keep creating the virtue cycle, as we call it, in, in borderless capital to make sure that you can add value to each other. And thank you also to the audience that took the time to hear, hear us here today. And we welcome everyone to reach out to us if you want to learn more about the algorithm ecosystem, about borderless capital, 
about the companies that are uh, joining in now or also are part of the ecosystem. So thank you so much for your time. Um, uh, bye. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks, everyone. See ya.